Let's talk about awake cortical stimulation mapping for resection of a precentral lobule glioma. This is a young patient who presented with a motor seizure on the right side and on MRI evaluation was found to have a low-grade glioma just behind the central lobule. Based on anatomical localization, as you can see on the MRI, this is the central sulcus and on the affected side, the tumor essentially is right behind the sensory cortex. The location of the tumor on sagittal images is better demonstrated on the right side. I prefer to perform resection of tumors that are very intimate with the central lobule under awake conditions. The awake conditions provide an excellent opportunity for reliable intraoperative mapping and immediate feedback of the patient regarding his neurological status. Functional MRI demonstrated a central lobule located just anterior to the most anterior margin of the tumor and uh, motor fibers, as expected, were located just medial to the apex of the lesion. An awake mapping was performed. You can see the incision that is very generous so that the normal central lobule can be adequately mapped, the location of the head and the use of navigation is standard. I use navigation initially before any mapping is performed and also use a piece of suture or cottonoid tail to outline the location of the tumor over the cortex. Next, cortical mapping of the sensory motor cortices was performed. Here is the arm area. You can see on the right lower quadrant the movement of the arm, finger, and the face area were adequately mapped. Superstimulation over the area of the tumor did not reveal any function. Additional detail mapping just along the anterior aspect of the tumor was conducted. The ear is over on this side for orientation of our viewers. This is the temporal ass muscle that's reflected inferiorly. Portion of the finger area overlaps with the tumor. I'm going to leave a strip of normal cortex between my corticotomy and the functional areas. Therefore, the initial corticotomy is performed slightly more posteriorly and undermining of the normal cortex is conducted to protect as much of the normal cortex in the periphery of the functional areas for the thumb and the finger regions. The initial subpial dissection is extended more deeply and the grayish 
soft tumor was encountered. The corticotomy was extended more posteriorly. Essentially, a gyrectomy was conducted so that additional working space and tumor exposure are available for gross total resection of the mass. The tumor is quite rubbery. Ring, curettes, or pituitary rongeurs can be used for resection of the tumor piecemeal. Here is more of a normal whitish color of the white matter. You can appreciate the different color between the grayish tumor and the glistening white, normal white matter. Navigation continues to guide the extended resection in this area. Here's the tumor that is quite evident. I emulsify the tumor between the tips of the bipolar forceps and use the suction to evacuate the morselized tumor. Some of the bands between the gyri are dissected. Continuous intraoperative neurological examination are performed to examine the status of the patient. Now the undermining of the normal cortex is performed while preserving the empassage vessels to evacuate additional portion of the tumor. As we get close to the functional cortices, subcortical mapping is employed. I increase the threshold of mapping on the cortex that led to motor movements by one to two milliamps and use this new threshold to conduct subcortical mapping. Here is more of the normal white matter areas that are evident. I work between the vessels to remove as much of the abnormal tissue as possible. Some of the discolored tissue along the lurge of the resection cavity is also evacuated. Now subcortical stimulation mapping is used to guide the rest of resection. In this patient, 5 milliamps led to cortical mapping and I used 7 milliamps for subcortical mapping. No motor movement was noted upon subcortical mapping and therefore additional resection in layers was continued until as you can see 
subcortical mapping led to movements of the right upper extremity in the anterior inferior aspect of the resection cavity. Further removal was only directed toward the more superior areas of the resection field. Here's the final product. Post-operative MRI demonstrates a radical subtotal resection of the mass. There is questionable amount of very faint T2 signal changes within the motor cortex. It obviously should be left behind to avoid any neurological morbidity. This patient recovered from surgery without any new deficits and has since remained seizure-free. Thank you.